0: Chicago, and a criminal mastermind called Overlord held our city in his terrifying grip. Ordinary cops were losing the battle against Overlord's super freaks and mutants. Then a miracle happened. When I found him, he had no memory of his past. I helped him find an identity and a life. Now we have a fighting chance. Now we have the dragon.
1: uh episode 1.5 it's a special edition of the savage fincast um i'm your host right now taking over for jim purcell who could not make it today Um craig olson um a savage dragon fan for many years now with me today i have uh adam pruitt who's a indie comic creator he's been lettering the vanguard mini um he's written and illustrated a critically acclaimed uh comic called Invisible Sam. Um, Adam, if you
2: want to say a few words. Uh, You've heard of that? (laughs) Of course. Sweet. Um, I'm Adam. Hi.
1: Hi, Adam. Next up, we have uh, a guy we've been trying to get on the show for a while. Um, He's got the largest collection of uh, Larson original art other than Eric himself. Um, He also does a monthly interview with Eric, after each new issue of Savage Dragon over at compbook.com, all the way from the UK where it's 3.19 in the morning, uh, Gavin Higginbotham. How you doing, Gavin? I'm doing right. You awake
3: there? <laughs> Just about, yeah. Well, I don't forget my name right. What's, did you say Higginbotham? Yeah, no. All
1: right. Most great. people don't. It's good. Well right done. Thanks for uh, being on. How you feeling? You awake? You good to go? <laughs> <laughs> no yes are you awake out there
3: yeah i think oh. so i think so i'll get through it'll be fine
1: all right and lastly we have a very special guest who doesn't need any kind of special intro the creator of savage dragon and the guy that we talk about every month eric larson how you doing eric i'm, I'm doing quite well thanks thanks for being with us
0: oh uh, you're quite welcome guys what time is it over on the west coast right now uh, we're looking. At, it's about seven twenty-one. So, uh, so expect the dinner bell to ring at any point during the middle of this, and I'll be like, "Oh, gotta go, guys!" All right, Something so we really get important came up. <laughs> 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 so, are you working right now, or what are um, you working? Allegedly, you? so yeah. <laughs> allegedly. I'm supposed to. I just sent pages off to uh Tom Orzachowski and I've. I've scripted a few of the pages and I'm supposed to be scripting the rest of the pages and you guys are helping me procrastinate. So
2: (laughs) sweet. (laughs) Uh, So
1: initially this was a, a, kind of a special edition. We wanted to kind of get together and talk about our favorite Savage Dragon issues. Um, we already discussed the last issue that came out and next month we'll discuss, you know, the Bin Laden issue that we're all waiting for. But um yeah. today we we did notice the news of the the uh, ultimate collection hardcover, which we're all excited about, so we're hoping that you could kind of Go tell ahead. us more.
0: Yeah. I'm I'm excited about that myself. Wanting to do these for quite some time and I don't know why we haven't. Um other than we're just really, really lazy. <laughs> but the idea here is to to get uh a 12-issue run of Savage Dragon or 12 issues thereabouts and uh, put them all into a book. And essentially we're doing the expanded versions of, so um, anything that's been added to any of the trades will be included in there and relevant backups will be included in there. Um, but there's some irrelevant ones and weird pinups and stuff like that, which which will just be okay. We don't need this. Um, but for the most part, we're going to try to make it as, as complete and comprehensive as we can. Uh, but you know, if you start shoving in all the issues of free force and all the super patriot and all that stuff, eventually Dragon really would, would just get pushed out of his own book really quick and it would be really heavy with that kind of stuff in the early volumes, and then as those things died off, it would be less so in later ones. So I'm kind of sticking fairly Dragon-centric. Cool. So
1: I see um, the blur about, you know, you have extras, the sketches and behind-the-scenes material. Is that going to be new stuff, or the same stuff that was in the original collections?
0: It'll be as much stuff as we can round up. I think there's probably some some more stuff that you haven't seen. Um, generally, it's it's newer, better scans of some of the stuff that you have seen. Uh, but I'm not going to be like drawing new stuff and pretending it's old stuff right. right. either, which seems a little ridiculous. You know, here's my concept sketch of whatever. But there is it's- some there is some things in there that are really like, okay, nobody's seen this before. I'm also kind of curious how much I can get away with. Because I kind of like to run, um, like the, the dragon Superman drawing that I did as a 19 year old. Just because I think it's cool. But it's, it's kind of weird, and, and I don't know that, that if DC's going to be like, wait a minute, that's not cool. Or, or if I can just go, no, 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 it's totally cool. No. So you, you, you I mean, didn't lose everything? You still have some of the old stuff from well, your it's, it That particular thing is I did this drawing, because um, at, at that point I was making all my own comics for myself and, and all that, and, and really nothing left my hands, except that I'd done this huge cover thinking, oh, all these treasury editions are coming out. I'm going to do this cool treasury edition. And I drew this big old cover, and I, and that's when I ran out of paper that was that big. And I was like, oh, all I've got is this one drawing, and I, I don't have the technology at that point of making a big comic and stapling it and everything else. So I actually had given it to my grandparents. And so it ended up at their place. And when my house burned down, it was one of the few surviving early art that I had done. And so it's, so here it is. It's still around. And, and at this point I have that and the, um, the cover that Alex Ross painted over my pencils. I, those are like the only art I have of my own stuff that's framed and in my house because mm-hmm. it's kind of this cool, Here's the kid's dream of one day having his character meet Superman, and here's the reality. And they're both color pieces, and they're both roughly the same size, so it's awesome. it's kind of a neat little thing.
1: I'm surprised you didn't put that in your Superman Savage Dragon one shot.
0: Um, there really wasn't a good place to put it. There weren't there weren't really extra pages in that. Yeah,
1: yeah. Oh, that's cool. That's the first I've heard of that. I'd love to see that. It's pretty bad. <laughs> <laughs> it's still so cool to see it before and after.
0: It's just like, oh, yeah. I mean, a lot of the stuff that, that doesn't make the cut is, oh, man. There's some, there's some really, really embarrassing stuff that I, I don't know that this this laundry needs to be aired kind of thing. <laughs> no, it's just the, the scenes that end up on the cutting room floor, and there are, there are tons of it. I've got like a stack of, started pages that's probably three feet tall. That's just mm-hmm. a various pages that started and scenes that just didn't go anywhere and I didn't end up using them whatever. And some of it is pretty much blackmail material. You know? <laughs> it's, it's so bad that you be like, oh my god, I can't believe. Um, yeah, there was, a, there was a conversation between uh, Dragon and Debbie that was... That I was going to run, and it was like re- rereading it now. It's like, oh my god, this is so terrible. It's so <laughs> embarrassing and so bad. And and it was it worked much better as a as a silence silence thing that was that was in the, the one of the trades.
1: I do remember seeing you at one of the cons, and I forget what issue it is. It's it's an issue with with Malcolm when he came back and. The first splash page is like, it's like Savage Dragon, it's like Dragon reading his own comic with Malcolm and Angel on one side, and I remember there was like erasure marks on Malcolm's face, and you're like, yeah, I was going to try giving him like a teenage mustache and see how that looked, and you ultimately scratch it because it just looked, I guess, ridiculous to you or something. <laughs>
0: yeah. Uh, there's a lot of stuff, there really is just tons and tons of stuff that... I- that just didn't make it for whatever reason. Um, some of it was continuity wise, and some of it just just various things. Like I had, uh, the the sequence where Dragon grows his hand back in issue. Was it eight? I think at the end of it, eight. With yeah, with Rapture in, in the yeah. Browser. Originally, that was not a, a Again, not a silent. Uh, thing because it was uh, a two-page sequence with a script, and it was Dragon and Ann Stevens. And she was sort of the attending nurse, and something's going on, and then he was, like, showing, oh, look what's happening. Oh, my God, my hand is totally growing back. And it was a big, <laughs> you know, shocker thing. But there was dialogue there. And... um it, 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 just continuity wise, it didn't, didn't work reading over the, the freak Force thing issue that came out around, around that time. You can kind of see where, Oh, it couldn't have been her. She couldn't have seen this because she was having this other conversation with, um, with, with Phyllis or something, which kind of contradicted what, what I had done. And so I was sort of realizing, Oh crap, I blew it. And so I had to make it uh, a different sequence. And because I didn't want to have to send pages over to Chris Eliopoulos again and have them sent back, really, the t- it just came down to this has to be a silent page. And there's yeah. just no two ways about it. And there's been a, a number of different times where things have come up and have become silent because I just, I'm, I'm out of time here, folks. You know, and, and sending stuff out and getting it back just doesn't work. Um, I
1: always... I always picture that you have some giant dry erase board in your office or something where you have, like, all these characters connected in some kind of graph or chart to help you keep order of what's going on and who's interacting with who.
0: How do you keep I'm that sure. all together? No, I am so untogether. It is frightening <laughs> how <laughs> And and you just email and we, Gavin and kind of like when when I when I do when some fan actually gets into my realm and find sort of is in here and kind of looks and sees the way I work and is, is talking it, it's really I think disillusioned. <laughs> <laughs> goes, oh my, oh my God! You really are making up this craft as it goes along, <laughs> and when it works out, it's just. It's, it's as though it's magic and people are like, I can't believe that you didn't have this, this whole thing in mind and have it all figured out because all the pieces dovetail together so beautifully. It's as though you've orchestrated this thing and it's just flying by the seat of my pants and it just happened to work out really, really well. Often. And, and it's just this kind of magic that has occurred.
1: I mean, in a way, it kind of mimics real life. I mean, you just,
0: Things well, that's, just happen, you know. Yeah, I mean, that's kind of the idea of, of the book, just in general. Is it's not let's tell stories in the way that that stories are traditionally told: beginnings, middle, ends, blah, blah, blah. But it's just this is somebody's life, and we're watching it unfold and seeing where the current takes things. Yeah, I like it. it works for me. I don't, you know, clearly <laughs> it doesn't work for everybody, or else it'd be selling millions of copies. But I'm having a hell of a time doing it.
1: Well, I, I mean, I think it definitely shows. Going back to you know the, the hardcover, looking at I was looking at the comp book uh, resources uh, page with the solicitation.
0: Is that going to be the final cover? No, okay. it isn't. It actually that that was just um, really what it, I think. What it come down to is they were looking for a. a big book and I know that we had been talking about it back and forth with with the guys at Image and they kind of came to me and said we've got this slot this would really be a good month to have this thing out can you Mm -hmm. write citation copy and put together a cover and I was like okay and um, it's gonna be very different from that it's not gonna be formatted to look the same as the Invincible Ones and, and we probably won't have a dust cover on it. Yay. Awesome. I'm, I'm yes. not a big fan of those. Yeah. I, I really like, there's a, there's a couple of books that, that came out through various publishers that I just kind of like the design of. And one was this, um, blazing combat book that came out from Phantographics book. And I just, I just, it has a nice aesthetic to it. And yeah. I kind of was looking at that and going, maybe we could find some way of, Doing something a little more designy, a little yeah. more interesting and, and just, yeah, you know, just just cool and have its own kind of weird vibe. I kind of like that fanographics kind of vibe to stuff and it'll probably yeah. be more like that and less superhero. You know?
1: Who did um who did the was it Fantagraphics that did the Ditko collections that just came out? Who did yeah. those? That's- yeah, I like those hardcover collections. No dust jacket. Uh, they're, they're pretty.
0: Yeah, you know, just something that, that's, that catches your eye and is just kind of cool looking.
1: I just, I hate, every time I read one of my hardcover collections, i got to take the dust jacket off. I don't like to see them get all banged up because then I just get depressed. It's like, I'm just a freak about it.
0: <laughs> I take them off and it always ends up that I've got like two or three books where I've taken them off. And then I'll set them someplace. And then, and then you I'll, crush them with something. Yeah, I'll crush them <laughs> so yeah. that they, don't, they don't, aren't cool-looking dust <laughs> jackets anymore. In fact, I have a stack over here of three dust jackets. They're all screwed up because I put them in a
2: stack. I have my Invincible <laughs> Ultimate collections right here, and none of them have their dust jackets on them.
1: Yeah. I like that. I like the Godland ones, too, and I know a lot of people brought that up on Twitter, you know. Saying go the Godland way with the celestial editions, those things are beautiful. I like the size. I like you know. I like everything about them.
2: Yeah, they just have these big images on the cover. It's just yeah. no no, text needed on the on the front cover. It's just a big image. It looks awesome. Eboga cutting the world in half or whatever. Oh, is. Really? really nice graphic design. Really just uh, making something that looks cool on its own and not necessarily looks like. Oh, this is a comic collection. Here is all the floating heads. Here is the logo at the top, et cetera.
0: Okay, we all we're all in, we we all agree here. We're good.
1: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. Are you are you going to add the um the images from like the tip-in sheets from the old hardcovers and really uh, like
0: maybe <laughs> <laughs> It
1: could Those be are the most possible. offensive things ever.
0: Well, those those also mostly came later. The the, yeah. the first few in the in the first books are just they're they're pretty unoffensive, and they're just like oh this is an octopus it's dragging and walking around. So, but the, yeah, as they go, as they, they, Cruifici- get, they get they pretty good.
1: pissing on people. It's pretty uh, awesome.
0: Oh yeah, that was that one? That, that was yeah, but that would be in a in a second or third book. Not, yeah, I haven't I haven't mapped it all out yet as to where all my 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 brakes are, but
2: you gotta use at least the one from the Savage World collection of Commandy. Yeah, yeah. that's yeah. It, that's perfect.
0: No, that one's good. the The one of uh, Dragon getting a blowjob on the cross is good. <laughs> that's <laughs> my favorite one. <laughs> I,
1: I, the one with you know he's ripped Overlord's head off and just pissing on him.
0: <laughs> that one's good. There's the mm-hmm. uh, there's one with uh isn't Jennifer and and Rapture fighting and dragons? Yeah, at-
1: one of the newer ones, Worlds <laughs> at War, I think. And then one I think has got Dragon on the shitter.
0: Yeah. Yeah, there was that. See I didn't know if we said those words on the on podcast, but I guess we can we can do whatever we want here, right? You
2: can yeah. Say whatever. Whatever. Mm-hmm. All right. Shit. There you go. <laughs> the HBO of podcasts. <laughs> Woohoo So I was thinking that the the cover that was on the solicit today, even if issue zero is not in the collection, it's pretty good. The image being indicative <laughs> of the fact that, like, the very first thing you see is him in the burning field.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I agree, which is why I used it, even though it it, it, it wouldn't be issue zero at all. <laughs> right. You no, know? But it's like the, the coming out of the fire thing. It's like, that, no, that works well for that initial thing. In so- issues.
1: Issue 0 is not going to be in this first collection? It absolutely will not. Good.
0: Do you plan on putting it in any collection, or you just want it, that standalone? It would or? be in the collection in which it ran in the book, so with issue 150, I think, once okay. we get to that point, which is fairly fairly late in the game, but that's kind of when it becomes relevant.
1: Yeah. No, I. I it's a good idea, because you don't want to let the cat out of the bag for people who have no idea of yeah. You know the comic and...
0: Yeah, I mean, one of the regrets in the, in the book, just in general, in writing it, is that I didn't really play up the mystery that much after a time. It just sort of became like, eh, whatever. Mm-hmm. And, and so in a way, once it's revealed, it's, it's not as much of a reveal in a, in a, in a weird kind of way, just because it's like, oh yeah, and then this happened. Oh, what do you know? You know, yeah, they, if it was, it, it was really been like, bugging him the whole time, and then he found out. It would be like, right. oh, oh, holy crap.
1: Yeah, it's but, like you didn't hear anything about it, and then there was, like, a page in, like, issue 40-something where kind of Frank goes and sees some wacky scientist for a page, and the scientist is like, well, I think he's a UFO, and Frank just kind of blows him off, and
2: yeah.
1: it's like, whatever, and then you don't hear anything about it again for
2: a while. And Was that because, did you step away from that because you weren't actually planning on revealing it until... You came to the time to do the image anniversary hardcover, and you were like, "Well, I got to do something special for this."
0: Yeah, pretty much. I mean, yeah. there was there was there was no point of building up a mystery that you were I was never going to resolve in any kind. Right. It would just be like I mean, really just teasing people all the damn time, and it's like, all right, we played some of those things early on a little bit. Let's just you know let's just walk away yeah. from this one. But then once it once the cat was out of the bag, and then people were, you know, all over the message boards about it, and it was like, yeah, you know what, You're, the the average guy isn't going to be able to avoid this forever. Eventually, he's going to stumble on this. Yeah, let's just start using it in a book. Are you glad that you released it? The the origin. Um, you know, kind of. You know, I kind of am. I mean, it, it's it's gotten some cool stories out of it. The whole thing has lasted way, 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 way longer than I ever thought it would. So in a sense, I kind of end up doing some of these things just because I'm like, well, what what the hell else am I
3: getting? (laughs) You (laughs) know,
0: I mean, the whole, the whole Vanguard thing that we're, that I'm doing now is, you know, just like, you know, he's been hanging out here in space for 20 years. That's a long goddamn time. And for people who've been reading it since it was in Megaton, it's been 30 years. <laughs> you know? Yeah, and it's like, yeah. can we pay this thing off? But, I mean, the right. idea with Vanguard was always that he, this is the farthest away from this war, and there's no reason that this war would ever get here. And that was kind of the the whole gig, was that right. it, it never would come to, to Earth, that it would that there would be this battle and it would be resolved and that would be the end of it. And so to have it come to earth all the way across the, the, the galaxy is kind of, it's kind of ridiculous because it's just, it's so far away and Vanguard is so remote. There's really no reason that they would do that. It's not, they would be spread so thin across the entire galaxy that, that it, they, they would be down to, like, six guys by the time they got here, and, and it's
2: it, it kind of doesn't
0: make any sense, but whatever. We're getting to it. Okay.
2: Well, you tied it in with them, like, following Vanguard's sister, and it seems like a good idea to, you know, take that next step that you were just talking about. Like, he's been on the outpost Earth for 20 years, 30 years, and um, it's... Kind of the thing that everybody's always looked forward to is—is yeah. is, is I've always remembered the pages in uh, Megaton when he's describing the you know Tyrus Combine and you see the like all of the all of the different alien races and just hoping that at some point there would be some kind of you know cool war or battle or even if it was a smaller story just that it would it would pay off somewhere. Yeah. Um, so it doesn't really. Uh, I don't think anybody's going to mind that, that no, the other also, end of the universe.
0: Vanguard's also a weird one in that, um, like the deadly duo, he really wasn't set up to age, you know? Right. And, and it's like the deadly duo, once the, once the kid Avenger isn't a kid, it kind of ruins that whole dynamic that those two characters have. And kind of yeah. Vanguard was the same way. It just seems weird to have Vanguard be like a 40 year old guy. It's, yeah. it really seems like he should be in his twenties and I he mean, should be dating somebody who's young and, and that there's that kind of youthful relationship of a, of a girl on earth and this, this guy up in space. And, and at this point it was like, God, it, we can't really keep dodging this forever. So right. let's just, Let's just pay this off and then do something with it, you know, to finally take the next step and, and go somewhere with it.
1: I, I think Vanguard, to me, when you go back and read the Megaton issues, he always seemed like he was like a Superman, but that actually looked like an alien. I mean, he's got the same colors. Oh, yeah, yeah. Watches that, was over whole, Earth. that was the
0: whole, yeah, I mean, we, we even had a miniseries called Strange Visitors, which is, right. you know, he's... I, and even when he takes his mask off, and it's like, oh, he's got blue hair. Yeah, he's got, got like this. He's, he's a <laughs> white guy with blue hair. He's got blue eyes, and blue hair, and <laughs> yeah, you know, I'm dating another white guy. It's like, okay, yeah, except he's literally white. He's not. <laughs> <laughs> and and again, which is why in his first issue, he fought Supreme. It's like here, here's another Superman guy fighting a Superman guy.
1: Right. Yeah, and I got to tell you, Gary and Frank have been killing it on the on the backup stories. They've they've been so enjoyable. Mm. I know I've heard a lot on the forums, and everyone seems to
0: love them. But it's it's nice to have a backup where people are kind of getting into it a little more. I I think the the, the twisted stories were kind of fun. But mm-hmm. because they weren't uh, they weren't canon and they weren't really part of you know regular continuity, that they could be dismissed a lot easier. Um,
1: yeah, but you know I, I also thought it also brought in a whole new crowd that never really ma- might have paid attention to Dragon, but there was a lot of chatter and reviews and talks of the Twisted Dragon collection, and it was also pretty cool to see some some of these guys' takes on on your villains and stuff and make them real cartoony, but it really put a spotlight on your character designs, I think. Oh, cool. And I think, you know, a lot of people realize how awesome the designs are when you look at it. At least I do. I mean, I think they're just neat <laughs> oh, as yeah. hell.
2: No, and I you love gotta, the Twisted Funnies, too. I'm not going to argue with you. <laughs> and I think you could actually say, this is really geeky, but I think you could really actually say that it is in con- continuity. If you just take Joe Keating's story and you have the, like, he's montage where he goes to these different realities just make that the framing sequence for all of the twisted funnies yeah and then it's like okay he's just he's, there's all these different universes with where things are totally different that's fine then you can you can fit it in um if if you know for the continuity nerds out there that's how i look at it uh because i really 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 enjoyed it and um i especially enjoyed uh the the last story i thought that was the perfect capper to it
1: Nice. Yeah. Well, on the other and it is good to get backups that are in continuity too to see Vanguard again and you know the deadly duo or star or whoever because there's only so much that you can put in your book in the main story. It's good to get the spotlight on your other characters and, and it's good to get, you know, fan favorite artists and writers to help out. I think we a lot of the the fans it's enjoy pre- that
0: as well. Agreed, there'll be more. There'll be other stuff coming up. There were guys who were like, I wanna be part of this, I wanna be part of this, so it'll be fun. Cool. I
1: just, I need to say something. I think Gavin is like your biggest fan and I don't know anyone else. You know, he's got the largest collection of your original art that I know of, you know, he does interviews with you monthly. I haven't heard peep from him the whole time.
3: Are you still there, Gavin? I'm still here, yeah. Well oh, yeah, <laughs> fine keeps cutting out, so I'm listening. Uh, Do you have yeah, any questions? If I start speaking, i cut off. Well, the thing with of Gap off. is he I'm gets to like... ask me
0: questions every week. Yeah, <laughs> you know, that's every true. issue that comes out. So I think he's kind of like, all right, I'm tapped. <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> what is, um going back to the hardcover again, one through seven, yeah. is, that, is that the same as your first, the Baptism of Fire? Baptism yeah. of Fire has got the miniseries in it, right? This is not uh, going to The first mini-series.
0: one uh, the the first one is the mini series which was expanded and then later turned into five issues of the 99 cent, right, the dragon. And so that's what the, the mini series <laughs> would be. It'll be that five issue thing. And then the first trade after that uh forced to be reckoned with was uh six issues so this will be an issue beyond that. So this really ends with the uh, the battle with Overlord, the first battle. So we, we end this book with, with essentially Dragon dead. Nice. Play, playing that one again. I got to tell you, when you read the solicitation,
1: your eyes go over real fast. And it says, collects the five-issue miniseries. But I just saw Savage Dragon 1 through 7, and I'm like, how come there's so few issues in it?
0: So yeah, that's the so it's the, the five plus the seven, so it ends up being twelve issues worth of stuff. And that's and that's what it'll many. Be. from that point on is it'll be twelve issues.
2: That's about cool. the size of the invincible collections yeah, invincible like eleven to twelve those, or so.
0: Those are, yeah, those are generally twelve. It depends on the book. There's some some guys are doing ten in every book and and I've just got so many Issues that if everybody if started doing just ten, and then, and I just want to chew through the material really as as quickly as we can get as many in, in there, but not have it be so unwieldy because some of those books where they're putting in, you know, twenty four issues of a run, you just like you you can't open the thing up, yeah, you know, yeah, without just kind of falling apart. Double right. right. del- page spreads don't work out real well, or, yeah. You
1: know, various other things. Yeah, I mean, I, I I bought in some of the the Marvel omnibuses, like the Fantastic Four, and it's like I don't know if I really want to open this up, and like it looks so pretty. Do I want to destroy it by like <laughs> you know?
0: Well, at least then they they weren't doing that many double page spreads in those right. things. Yeah, it it kind of works out okay. The 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 stuff there there aren't full bleeds. Um, right, right. You know, dragon. There's a lot of full bleeds, and and you lose stuff in the spine when you yeah. when you're yeah, things get cut off and the things look weird. We're,
1: I think that was when uh, we blasted our last Savage Fincast episode. Who had the trade? We were going through it, and someone opened up the trade, and like all their pages fell out. That uh, was yeah. that
2: was Jim because he had those the, the original first. Yeah, I don't of-
0: know. I don't know what th- was going on there. But, um, I think they should have used proper glue instead of like oatmeal or whatever. The <laughs> it yeah. Just didn't work at all. Were those, with those <laughs> books being sent to Korea or something? Yeah. It, it was, I think it was Canada actually, where, the same place it was doing our regular comics, but for whatever reason, yeah. you know, they, they just didn't use proper glue. They yeah, just had want- somebody with really sticky hands put as rub things or something. I don't, I don't know what the deal was, but I want real glue made out of horses. Yeah, <laughs> real horses, one hundred percent horse in this. <laughs> <laughs> in any case, these these books will be will be sewn together with iron, and they just won't fall apart. Do you,
1: you think? Um, I mean, how regularly are you going
0: to be putting these out? I, would, I mean, would like to do at least two volumes a year. Um, If we could do three, that would be great. I'd like to be able to have it so that they weren't a million years behind. I mean, we're starting, it'll be 20 years behind, you know? So if we can do a couple a year, then it'll be like, oh, we're only 16 years behind. Oh, we're only 14 years behind, you know? And eventually it'll be where I can only do a book a year, which would be great.
1: I think the biggest complaint for new readers is that there's, you know, you're missing a whole bunch of collections right towards your volume 15, Savage World.
0: Yep. Yep. That's a problem. Yeah. We'll eventually address that problem. But it's, it's kind of a mess. It, it just is. You know, <laughs> there are early books that the design varies from book to book. It's kind of all over the place and yeah. logos keep changing and spines look different and, and then, so it's like, okay, are we going to go back and reprint the the other ones so that they all match and all look nice in a, in a row? Or do, what What the hell do we do here? No, yeah, you know, make,
2: make each volume of the Ultimate Collection look different to drive yeah. people insane. Yeah. You know what? But, but <laughs> as long as it's got, like, good design, it doesn't matter. But I, I do think that's one of the things that everybody complains about all the time. But I, I'll laugh. But else will be pissed off. It, you know what drives me?
1: What drives me crazy is like the hardcovers with the the little yellow numbers on the bottom, and they're not exactly the same size. <laughs> and I look at that, and I'm like, "What the hell?" Yeah, yeah, they move up and down. Whose yeah. whose <laughs> idea was it to make every image collection have those weird like yellow numbers stick out? And- it
0: was Eric Stevenson. Just Uh flat out point my finger at it. Uh You know what, man? I I hated those things. But there there were people who didn't, who loved them. You know? No. Just it was. You know, Marvel's got this trade dress thing, and it stands out, and it's uniform, and it's on all the different books, and it's always this red and white thing. What can we do that we could put on our books that would that would stand out and? tried all sorts of different things and it was like this yellow one really does it. No. And all the image books were supposed to be that way and I and somebody eventually balked. Somebody eventually was like, you know what? If if these this has to go in my book, it's so goddamn ugly, I will take my book elsewhere rather than have this be on and it was like, All right, you don't have to do it. And at yeah. that point, you know, the 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 dam had broken and and everybody just was like, okay, Thank God. Mind. I mean,
1: imagine the Madman Gargantua or the Godland books or the you know, <laughs> Elephant Men books with those big yellow things. That would drive me crazy. I'm so glad someone bucked that
0: trend. Yeah, no. No, thank you. <laughs> it wasn't me, but some somebody has the balls to do this.
1: Company man.
0: Uh, I am. I mean, I, I, do, I do stupid stuff just because I think It's it's good for the company or good for whatever you know.
1: You did get away from numbering your trades though, huh? On the new on the new yeah, I
0: I I I did. I thought there being another huge gap would be would be a bad bad news. Just to go, okay, this is trade thirty, and I was like, ah, just
2: (laughs) well confusing too. (laughs) Like when the push to go, you know, here's back in blue. It's a great jumping on point. It's yeah, volume thirty four. Yeah, go what.
0: Yeah, no one wants to hear that. They're like, I don't well, want to have to read The other like, thing we could have done would be, okay, back in blue, it's number one. Yeah, and then I, I don't be like that either, it. though. <laughs> yeah, that's, uh, that's, and it, it seemed like a good idea at the time, but now that there are six trades, six new trades, now it becomes, wait a minute, what order do these go in? Yeah. I have to look at the back cover to see what the covers are that are on here and putting them all together. Oh, yeah. You can't please yeah. everyone. I can't please everyone. And I think if you try to please everyone, you don't please everyone. So well, you just try and do the best you can. You know?
1: I had another question. It's not, not Savage Dragon related, but the, the Image Expo. Yes. It looks pretty damn cool. Why don't you bring one over to the East Coast, too?
0: Um... I would like to, what you need to do <laughs> is you need to have the New York con just decide that they're going to Florida and then there'll be that <laughs> void created and we yeah. can dump right in there. And do How, that.
2: Uh, that's that's what out.
0: happened with, with this where it was like, okay, you mean we don't have a con here at all? Anything? Okay. Screw that. We're going to, we'll, we'll do a con.
3: Yeah.
0: Right. Cause there is that void. Um, I think that you'll find next year that we'll probably be traveling a bit, just because 20th anniversary and all. It would not be at all surprising to have us all be in a New York show or something like that.
1: So, since all of you guys are going to be together for three days,
0: (laughs) (laughs) Image United... I, I think what we'd like to do is have a panel where that's all we do. We just sit there and work on <laughs> <laughs> I an mean, We knife.
2: don't like answer the questions parents. or anything. You guys are all just sitting there silently yeah, just, drawing. Uh, <laughs> okay, <laughs> okay, okay, it's happening, right?
1: It's funny because before we knew we were going to have you on the podcast today, we were going to talk about our favorite issues. and. Gavin's favorite one, the one he picked was issue 139, and I was flipping through it before we came on, and I'm looking at the back cover, and it's like Image United 2009. And I'm like, God, it's already <laughs> been, you know, this was printed in October 2008, and there's uh, like an ad for Image United. And I can't believe how fast time flies.
0: Oh, I know. You know what's really going to be weird is when you see the next issue of Image United and you see Malcolm in it, because you're going oh, go really? to Oh, really? You just. He's still a fucking little kid. <laughs> he's he's got like skinny ass arms and yeah. he's got a big head and he's, and he's you know way shorter than his dad and and all that stuff. And Angel's still wearing that that shitty homemade costume that she had with the red <laughs> goggles and stuff. And it's like, wow, these these guys really look weird and different. What what's going on here? So I know you get this
1: asked all the time, but where, where are we at, at this point with Image United? I know you kind of, I think you've hinted that you want to hold on to it till it's complete and then release them, or?
0: Well, there are, there are pages that are done, and there are pages that I don't know where they all even are. You know? Really? I mean, I've, I, I've never seen a plot for issue six, so I don't know how it ends. Um, no. I haven't laid out <laughs> issue six yet. I'm waiting for that one. And I think a a lot of it is various guys going, well, I'm not going to blink if this guy's not going to blink. And that's just, come on guys, somebody's got to, got to get rolling on this. Um, Todd was the holdup on issue three. So with issue four, he just plowed through it. So all Todd's stuff is done pretty much in issue four. Uh, so people, I think, because nobody's outright saying what the problem is, keep going. Oh, that bastard, McFarland. It's like no, it's actually not. His, he's not the one to blame. At least on issue four, the the pages that are done are you know. There's a couple pages that are completely me. Those pages done, mm-hmm. and and there's a uh, couple pages that are that are just me and Todd also done.
1: Mm-hmm. And I I know the the interlude was kind of scrapped. Was there any work done on that? Are there pages floating around of?
0: No, everything? I don't think there. I don't think it, there was even a plot written. I don't know that that really got started. I think it was just you know what this is so late and yeah. this is going to be you know a further embarrassment. So why even go yeah. there? So have you guys talked about
1: anything about working on it at the expo since you're all together? Has there been any mention of? There's,
0: there's been some. I mostly been like. Hey guys, wouldn't it be funny if kind of thing? Yeah. And hopefully, it, it actually something will happen there because something should happen and something needs to happen. But yeah. uh, it's it's tough, you know. It's like a shark. It, it once it stops stops moving, it's dead, you know. And it's sort of like somehow this stopped moving. It stopped being progress being made on it but every now and and then something where like hey some pages come in we'll get a bunch of stuff so cool Um,
1: it just it it makes me laugh because i feel like every time you try to do something as a company like you're always gung-ho eric like right, take image zero with your debbie story and you kind of got screwed with that you know You, you put it out there you take the 10th anniversary hardcover where you put out your origin story and that took forever to come out and you kind of got screwed on that because, you know, you were done. Uh, and, uh, yeah. Image United, it's like every time you try to do something as a company, I guess what I'm trying to say is, have you learned your lesson?
0: <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, probably not. I, I do the <laughs> same thing, you know, I do. I do keep running into the same wall again and again and again. And I guess that's a... I just don't learn my lesson. I keep thinking, all for one, one for all, let's make this, yeah. you
2: know. It's got to be one of the problems inherent with it being that you just have to take the bad with the good in the sense that Image is like a co-op and not you can't mandate something because everybody else is, has their own independent companies that they're running. And, you know, like Todd's doing toys or movies or whatever all day. And it's not like you can say to him, you have to get this done you know, you can't order him. You know, no. So, no. You can't bring That's, in a replacement artist. And, and you shouldn't be able to. I just, it's just you know one of the things that comes with the way that image is set up, it seems like. You know, well, I kind of
0: wish that I could just at some point go, okay, guys, if this isn't going to get finished, send everything back to me, and I'll finish it. <laughs> at least be able to go, you know, give closure to the people who actually are reading it and care. Yeah. Because to me, that that's the worst part about it, is just leaving it hanging for those people who are involved in the story in some way. Yeah.
1: Well, and the other thing that sucks, because I always stick up for image in my comic shop, I, you know, the, the titles are awesome, and people just like to harp on the same old image is always like, blah, blah, you know, and it's like, you know, that's really not the case most of the time anymore, and people just don't even... Give it a try. There's still, it's just a stigma that just it really, really pisses me off. And then you, you try to, you try to, uh, you, you finally get them convinced, and then they point to it like something like Image United or the higher cover or something, you know. They're just waiting to point to one thing.
2: Yeah, I think that's a part of the problem um, of trying to articulate to people that there's a difference between Image and other companies because Image isn't really like a brand in the same way. They can't make this top-down mandates that everybody has to follow. It's like saying image, image comics is, if you were to say image comics are always late, that's basically like saying independent comics are always late. It's not true, but it's true some of the time. It's true with some creators because, you know, maybe they have other obligations they have to meet or, or maybe they're just really slow at drawing or whatever the case may be. But it's, it's kind of meaningless to say all image books do blank because it's like saying all independent books do blank. You yeah, know? Yeah. yeah, they do. They're still all over the
0: place.
2: Yeah, yeah, exactly.
0: You know, it's like we don't do one kind of book, we don't do really kind of anything. It's just all over the map. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Agreed.
2: Which is a good thing. I mean, it's a, it's a, I think ultimately, like I said, I think you got to take the bad with the good. There's a thread on the forums right now about, you know, image versus. Marvel or DC or whatever, and it's so weird to me to think of Image as a brand in that way because it's so not. It's not like you—you you, you can't categorize the entire line of books in any way because there's no editorial mandate that says, "Oh, you know, we're going to do this big event and it's going to cross over into everything." And so, Thank you know, you know <laughs> that's why I draw the line. Yeah,
0: you're going to do a big company-wide crossover. How about this? I'll do mine first. And then screw the rest of you guys. We'll just—I'll just leave it to you. And if it never finishes, oh well. But at least I'm not going to be sitting there going, "I'm doing part 15." Great. This is never. Yeah.
2: But you can't be. It's not like the situation where you have, you know, a creator of a caliber of like Rick Remender doing a run on a book, and then he has to include something to, you know, whatever the event is going on. In you know, Didn't, schism or, or X Men or whatever it is, just because it's part of what the company is doing.
1: I know? think you remember a good example of that was like Walt Simonson's run on Orion, and then there was like some like Joker crossover, and now Joker all of a sudden has to appear in one issue, and it just like totally pulls you out of it, and it's like, what the hell, really?
0: Yeah. <sighs> I I've been at those companies when they've been those crossovers. I participated in those.
1: Let's move on. I remember the the Nuff said crossover yep. during your thing.
0: Run. I was on Spider Man when they did that that whole villain shoveling thing, which I mean, just as a story, didn't make any damn bit of sense. You know, I was like, yes. oh, the the heroes are totally going to be thrown off because they've never fought these villains before, and it's like, well, yeah, but those villains have never fought those heroes either, so they're also <laughs> completely ill equipped to deal with them yeah well, that was a well thought through scheme
1: so you you have um anything coming up in Dragon for the twentieth anniversary? you have any special plans or I should huh you should <laughs> I'm thinking you should probably have dragon run for president or something like that. oh God
0: that sounds, <laughs> like, that sounds like the worst idea ever why <laughs> that like to play yeah I' don't think
3: getting
0: into, into any more politics would just be. Uh, just be bad news all around plus, plus there's a lot of times where I just go I kind of felt like I've done that and I don't really want to tread that again so sort of like why I haven't done a, uh, a silent issue of Savage Dragon in that I did, I did a silent issue of the Defenders and I kind of feel like I've done that and Yeah. I feel like oh this will be something new and fresh and it just seems like eh, it'll be something that I've done before yeah. that's no so fun
2: that was a really Which good I issue of the Defenders, though.
0: Thanks. Yeah, the
1: yeah, Hulk. Was he wearing, like, bunny slippers and PJs?
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs>
2: yeah,
0: that was, they put him in clown pants or something.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: was like, here we go. Good times. <laughs> So, so you haven't you
1: haven't really thought anything out for a twentieth?
0: No, I barely you know, so. I barely thought about anything. I feel <laughs> really, uh, just sort of like if I could get through this invasion, I don't even know. I, it's like I was asked to write the solicitation copy for the issue after that, and I'm sitting there going, "Crap, what do I, huh? What do I do here?" Um, I know I need to resolve the Overlord stuff here pretty quick, so I'll probably be doing that as soon as I can afterward, but I, I don't I don't really have a lot of long-range plans at this point. Maybe. I wish I did. Yeah. I wish Dragon were in the same uh, state that Supreme is in. Supreme, to me, is just... That's the way to do comics. You sit down... With with blank pieces of paper, you fill them, and then months later, you write solicitation copy based on those pages Which that are on already. <laughs> it's already done, you know. So it's it's not like you're sitting there going, "Huh, what am I gonna want to draw six months from now?"
2: And you, and you wouldn't be as close to like the turnaround time.
0: Yeah. Oh yeah, it's always just
2: panic. Right. <laughs> you can wow. always do what, what
1: Kirkman does and just put like one sentence down. Yeah,
0: those. Uh, well, I've done that too. Where you just get <laughs> the
1: end on yeah.
2: <laughs> making each one like really overly dramatic. So after like two or three, nobody takes you seriously anymore. Yeah, everything drag gets in a knockout
0: drag out brawl. Yeah, this one the issue to
1: end all issues.
2: What does that even mean? The issue of issues.
1: Comes with our highest possible recommendations. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that should be
0: the entirety of
2: the. All new, all different. It would be just, oh. I think, have um. Action.
1: I think we need, um, a treasury edition size special for the 20th anniversary. What do you say?
0: Uh. Um, size. There is something like that in the works. Ah. Oh. Uh, our page is done. And I am one of the guys holding things up. Let me just put it that way, because there are, there is some that's been in the works for a while, and there are a number of guys who are done and have done some beautiful stuff. And goddamn it, I'm not one of them yet, and I should be.
2: Could this be more McSweeney's with like a dragon f- hand the size of a house this time? Um
0: kind of the idea with this one was that it would be all all new characters it wouldn't be uh, stuff that it, that had been done before at all so it would be the debut of a number of new characters mm-hmm. might not be that Savage Dragon related I, I had kind of a number of ideas that I wanted to do with it and I've sort of been wrestling with which one of these I want to do and I may end up just going I'll do all of them and do a couple different ones but mm-hmm. We'll see. Um, I know Bruce Tim's done with his story, and it's Ooh. really great. And so it's it's super intimidating because you look at it and go, "God damn it!" <laughs> <Yeah."> <laughs> um, but he did it. He did it a long. He did it a long time ago. In fact, he has. He makes a cameo in it, and I make a cameo in it. And I have hair. That's how long ago. It was. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that's got to be a,
1: like at least five years ago. No, oh, it's a
2: it's a while. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, his stuff. You can just get mad looking at it for two seconds because he's so he's so goddamn good.
0: Yeah, he is. Yeah, there's a few guys like that, and you just go, "Oh man, why?" <laughs> <sighs> But you know he's not doing monthly comics either, and he's certainly not doing true monthly comics. So,
1: yeah, him, Dave Johnson, we got to get them doing monthly comics. I know they I'm make like, too much money doing a uh, showbiz, you know.
0: Yeah, let's. They got other stuff going on. I mean, Dave's supposed to be in here too, and Dave's, and Dave's another one who's kind of not getting it done as quickly as you want. I actually told Dave I'll do thumbnails for you, and then I haven't. So. I had- have you seen
1: Dave Johnson's new blog? I have not. It's incredible. I think you would love it. He uh, takes he takes comic book covers and he critiques them and he's not afraid to say it as it is.
2: Oh, wow. and it's
1: pretty awesome and he gets guys riled up.
2: Well, and who who better to do it because he's one of the only people in the industry that's doing any design on covers. You know, he's, he's, his covers are brilliant. And I think every time he's nominated for best cover artist and he doesn't win, it's a miscarriage of comic justice. <laughs> like, I mean, I know he was, he's always up against other insanely talented people like Mike Mignol and James Jean. But, uh, I think, I think he's the best. I think he's the best cover artist in the industry today. He's he just, he does real design and he works these incredible images, uh, I can't gush enough about that stuff. It, it, it's awesome. Could look at it all day. Nice. Yeah, I need to. Where, where is this? Where, where where should I be looking for this
1: thing? I don't know. I can't remember the name. I, he probably has it on his Twitter or something like that. I looked it. I saw it. He just started it like last month. Yeah, one of these
0: days you can you can send me an email. You yeah, email. I will.
1: It, it's great. <laughs> I'll I'll send you an email or send, you know a Twitter message or something, but. Um, I know he's got you know he picks on a few big guys and it's kind of funny like you don't ever see comic uh, creators kind of judging that, others but
2: uh, yeah yeah let's let's make that happen <laughs> well it's just kind of my 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 thing with the comic covers a lot of them are they suffer from being one of two things they're like a pinup so it's like okay that's a nice piece, but it doesn't really necessarily have to be a comic book cover. It could just be a poster or, you know, some kind of cheesecake shot or something. Or worse than that, it's like a a movie poster where it's just all of the heads floating. And that's about the most boring thing in the world. And it, it's, you know, there's all these classic movie posters and of, you know, Hitchcock movies or, even really bad movies, if horror movies from the '50s had this, you know, just incredible fun uh, design sense, and really wanted to go you know, like make people excited about what the thing was that they were going to go see, or in comics, whether they were going to go read. The the way that uh, Ed Hannigan, you know, the work that he did at Marvel, or the kind of design that Will Eisner would do on Spirit title pages, or uh, covers the EC comics or anything like that, where it really just makes you go, this looks fun. I want to read this, you know? Uh, I think there's a severe lacking of that.
0: Agreed. On the other hand,
2: I don't have time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he does his cool design
0: things. It's like, you know what? That just doesn't flow right out. You actually have to think about it. You actually have to plan for it. Yeah, for sure. It's like, uh, it's a lot easier when you're doing an image a month.
2: Yeah, no, absolutely.
0: absolutely. And then, you know, a couple of them, when when it's like, okay, you got to do, you're doing 40 pages plus two covers, and, you know, whatever else, it just becomes, oh, crap.
2: Well, I don't think you've really suffered from a lot of the floating head syndrome.
0: No, not so far. But you know what? Uh, I'll get around to it. (laughs) (laughs) Just
2: just as long as you draw them all on separate pieces of paper, and then... Photoshop them together so it looks compositionally like a total clusterfuck.
0: Okay, <laughs> yeah. okay. Yeah, I'll work on that. Yeah.
2: Actually,
0: I haven't done that many Supreme covers. I've done more Supreme interiors than covers at this point. And it just occurred to me and it's like, oh yeah, I didn't do a cover for issue three or, three or four. That, so, Oops. Done the issues, but not the covers. I've got to get my act
1: together. Eric, I found a uh, Dave Johnson's blog. It's called Johnson Cover High Low. If you type that into Google, he probably it says this blog is a simple case of a man with an opinion. Yours might be different. Bottom line: if you're offended, get over it. You'll live another day. Well, maybe. <laughs> and he just goes on, and it's like it gets brutal. But you know, he also when it's a good cover, he points it out, and
0: it's it's pretty cool. Hmm. All right. I'll get over
3: there today. Cool.
2: well is there anything else you guys want to ask eric or address with him while, he, while we still got him on the horn here
3: what about the freak comic book day um what are you going to be doing for that if anything
2: i have
0: no idea Excellent. i haven't actually <laughs> even officially been asked about it so i'm just kind of you know once that rolls around it'll be oh you got to do something for this like oh so do you know how many pages each person's I, I, don't even,
2: I don't even know. I don't even know what the deal is with that. It's just okay. Since it's the 20th anniversary, I imagine they'll probably ask. Yeah.
0: yeah.
2: It probably won't be just like an issue of some other book. They'll probably want to... Well, I mean, I know it won't be an issue of some other book because they have the, the teaser already, but... yeah, I
0: don't, I, don't, I don't even know. I don't, I don't even know what the, what's <laughs> going on with that. I mean, maybe we will just go, okay, you've got so much Supreme done ahead of time, we'll just run four pages of, you know, Supreme eating candy or whatever. <laughs> 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 and that's going to be an awesome issue. Spoilers. Spoilers, you know, whatever. And, uh, they, they can just grab a four-page sequence from any, any one of the, the later issues and just go, okay, here we go. Here's something you haven't seen and won't see for a while. Boom.
1: I know you said that you're doing a lot of work in coffee shops now. Um, how is that working out for you? you have a lot of people kind of looking over your shoulder while you're trying yeah. to work?
0: Yeah, there is. There is a lot of that in the fair amount of – and then you kind you of feel like you need to move on and, and okay, I'm going to work in the library for a few days and, and kind of make it so that people who are expecting you to be at the other place are suddenly going, oh, he's not here, maybe I shouldn't be showing up here every day hoping that I can ask him some comical questions. But then you go, it's kind of amazing whenever you go anywhere that, that there is that, there's that life that this, this stuff had and people will be like, Oh yeah, I used to read that book or heard of that book or I watched that cartoon or whatever. It's it's, it's weird. But I was yeah. like, I was in the uh, lobby of a hotel and there was a, a wedding going on and people were getting married and they're getting pictures and all that stuff and one of the guests happened by and he was and he just he lost his shit. He's like, Oh my god. I can't believe it. This is and he was like getting his girlfriend over and getting his picture taken. And I can't imagine that the that the groom and the the bride are looking over and just giving me the dick eye like what the hell this is our special day <laughs> Your picture taken with some slob over there in a t-shirt, <laughs> <laughs> like a homeless guy over here, scrawling on a piece of paper, and oh well. <laughs> do you get people asking for sketches at the coffee shop? And no, no, I do not get that. People have not been like, "Hey, so hey, you're doing this for free? Give me a no, yeah, right." I haven't gotten that, so That's thank God for that.
3: But you're there, getting, there's definitely
0: like- some you know, questions as to what's this all about? Oh, that's cool. That's pretty neat that you're out here doing this, you know, but there are limitations in what you can do actually in a coffee shop. So there's a, f- a fair amount of stuff does end up coming home and getting worked on here. Cause I can't do like a real extensive um, perspective stuff just cause I don't have that kind of equipment with me where right. I can, you know, long T squares or whatever. So, you know, I just kind of have to do what I can do when I'm there and, and whatever else. And, and at this point, the dinner bell has officially rung, so I need to go. All right.
2: Well, we cool.
1: appreciate you uh, joining us, and yeah, thanks All for your right, time. Guys. It was, it was well, awesome. thanks for
2: calling. Yeah, at some point, uh, we're going to have actually like prepared questions ahead of time, and <laughs> okay. we would know, know that you were going to come on. So, cool. thanks. Cool. Man.
0: Well, that'd be okay, too, then. I'll, cool. I'll talk to you later, guys. Have a good All right, day. thanks a Peace lot. Eric. Take Bye. care. Bye-bye. And there you go.
1: Eric Larson mm-hmm. was a surprise guest. We had no idea he was going to be on the show
2: until... until... Like, right before we started recording. Before we uh, sign off, i uh, got a couple quick, totally not Dragon-related things I want to plug. Um, first thing is a comic I've been lettering for Uh, about a year, but it hasn't had been a year's worth of issues. Um, The first issue was put together last year and then self-published, and then it was kind of shopped around. Uh, It's been picked up by an indie publisher called 215 Inc., and that is Footprints. Uh, Footprints is a cryptozoological noir story. It's kind of like a crime meets some supernatural elements. It's uh, Bigfoot is a private eye, and His brother, the Yeti, has been murdered, and he's got to gather together his old band of misfits like the Loch Ness Monster and the Jersey Devil and Chupacabra, and they've got to investigate what happened to his brother. And uh, anyway, it's a fun book. Uh, There's three issues. Uh, Actually, I think the third issue is just about to come out. And the trade is available through this month's previews. And I think the final, final order cutoff is actually, like, next week. So if you guys are at all, at all interested, uh, look up Footprints on uh, uh, through Previews, or you can look it up at, you know, like Things from Another World, or in, any comics retailer uh, can order it for you. It's, it's pretty cool. Um, cool. And then the other thing, I'll be real fast, um, this is not even comic-related, but if you guys all have iPhones or iPads or, uh, or Androids, you should get a game called Wind-Up Night, uh, I know the guys that made it. They just put it out for the iOS. It's really fun. It's really hard. Um, it's awesome. Wind Up Night. You guys should check it out.
1: Cool. And what are you what are you working on now besides like footprints? I know you do a lot of lettering. I heard. I thought I heard you did some coloring on the Vanguard issue on a. On I'm some doing. Vanguard?
2: I'm doing a lot of the flatting for for Vanguard. Um, kind of just depending on the week, depending on how um, full our plates are with other stuff. Um, And the way that it works is like, you know, most... uh, I think like most people in comics, we we have day jobs, you know, and we're not able to do this full time. And, uh, you know, David, the colorist, he's an architect, and so he's only able to do a little bit of work at a time. And so I do some of the flatting work, and we have some other friends, artists that we know, that help us out from time to time with that. And then he goes in and does... All of the pretty shades and shadows and all these weird color magicry that I don't understand how he does it, <laughs> and uh, um, I'm lettering a few things um, at the moment there's Solaria is always in progress um, it's is it put on hold for a little while uh, while we do Vanguard, but we were working concurrently on it for a little while. And there's another book um, that I hope we're going to be announcing. Sometime soon with with Frank, which is really really fun, strange kind of thing, but it's really cool. Um, right now I'm lettering this uh, indie superhero book that I just started, and I will I will announce it or whatever when I when I'm further along. Uh, it's just kind of standard superhero fare. It's but it's really really well drawn and and it's fun. Cool,
1: know? Gavin, you wanna talk about anything that kind of. Holds you over to the next issue of uh, Savage
3: Dragon? Um, well, I generally either just reread a lot of Savage Dragon stuff. Um, but at the moment, I've been reading Supreme from the beginning, which is somewhat painful in places. <laughs> but it, it's fun. But, uh, yeah, some of the artwork's quite shocking. Yeah. And um, But I'm trying to put together information for an extreme wiki page. Cool. We're doing the Savage Dragon one, obviously. But, right, um, and yours,
1: for people that don't know, you've written pretty much 99% of the text for the Savage Dragon wiki. Gavin and I have, you know, I set up the page and I got it going, I formatted it, but Gavin's really the kind of brains behind all the, and feeding me all the information, and just real quick, the Savage Dragon wiki, you know, it's it's online, it's set up like a regular wiki, and it's got, all sorts of you know information on all of the Savage Dragon
3: characters. I think almost every character, pretty much. Almost uh, the Eric Larson characters, at least, yeah. Exactly. I mean, yeah. Eventually, yeah. everyone's going to be on there. And um,
1: Gavin's written summaries for all of the you know ongoing issues and many of the miniseries. Um, we're 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 getting there for the miniseries. We don't quite have all of them on there, but I got to commend you for you know. I don't know how long over the years it took you to get all that information together, but it's pretty damn
3: awesome. A lot. Yeah, many, many hours. Uh, yeah, well, it's the extreme one that's it been set up already. Um, I had started writing some stuff for it, but then my computer died, and I lost whatever I'd started. So it's oh. just getting, getting my ass into gear into actually restarting it again. Gradually, I'm getting there. It'll, I don't think it'll be as detailed as the Savage Dragon one, at least not my stuff, because a lot of it I just don't care about, but right. the Supreme right. stuff definitely, because if nothing else it'll help out Eric, so right, that's the right. goal.
2: Cool. Yeah, I have almost a complete run of that. I, I'm tracking down the last couple of issues, because I'm going to do the same thing that you're doing, I just want to read the, the full run, because I've read spots of Supreme, but um, like I've read some of the Moore stuff and, and some of the, the pre-More stuff, but uh, I never really read it all the way through and I just kind of want to do that. I, well, I was I've actually the- planning on doing that just because of the, the Alan Moore stuff anyway, so with Eric taking over the book, it's a good time.
3: Well, I'm hoping that now that it's back at Image that we'll actually get decent collections of the Moore stuff, because yeah. the, the stuff from Checker was not great. No, I mean, it's good because you can yeah. read the books, yeah. but... It was just scans from the comics, I think. Yeah. And, um, yeah, it just doesn't look good.
1: Especially if they're going to, they're starting it right at, like, what, issue 60-something? you are just continuing three. on. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, they really need to get a collection. I don't have, I have, like, the first five Supreme issues where, you know, it's whatever, Life Field. It wasn't Lightfield. I don't think it was. Another artist. Brian that,
3: Murray it was. Yeah, Brian
1: Murray. Yeah, I have those issues, and I haven't read those since they came out. And I never read the Moore stuff. I just wasn't into it at the
3: time. And I would love to go back to get myself prepped for Eric's run. So hopefully... It's different, the Moore stuff. I mean, it. I know a lot of people have raved about how technically good it is. And, you know, the stories are a lot better. But it's different. It's, it's just very much a Silver Age Superman story. Yeah. Which is good, if you like that. But, mm-hmm. I mean, I did like the original Liefeld... Supreme just killing things. Yeah. I love that. Uh, Then the whole ego thing. Yeah. Where it's just another uh, cookie-cutter, superhero, another Superman mold. It's like, "Mm, I'd just read Superman if I was that bothered. Um, Really? Yeah. But but it's good. Good. But hopefully, the idea with Eric's one is it's a mixture of both. Yeah. Yeah. I have seen some of the pencils for it, and it does look insane. So...
2: Well, and some of the—that's one of the things that, like, I always thought was funny that for all the shit that Rob gets pitched, his his version of Supreme was the more original of the two. Like, yeah. it was the more interesting character because it was a new take on that on that kind of character. And
3: um, I think that's one of the reasons I like Solar Man so much from Savage Dragon because oh, it man, was me too. Yeah, pretty much just Supreme, but without the ego. Yeah. But he was still a brutal killing machine. Right. right. And Gary wrote, like Gary wrote some of those
2: issues yeah. too. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I need to get like the last one or two of the ones that he wrote because uh, I think you know, I'm
3: missing a couple of his. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Of uh, Supreme. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Is there anything else you want to talk about
1: that you're
3: you're into right now, or? Uh, Kirby trades or the hardcovers. covers. Yeah, they're great. The, the ones from DC, they're all they're brilliant, and all the also the Titan ones. Yeah. Simon and Kirby. Gorgeous. They're amazing. It's, it's definitely
1: a good time to be into Kirby because the past, you know, 2 or 3 years just these great hardcovers have been coming out and they've been done right. I uh I think DC did, did an awesome job and has been doing an awesome job with all the the Kirby collections, just making them look all uniform using the newspaper stock. Yeah. It's it's uh they're great. I'm glad. You know, I was so worried that they weren't going to redo Commandy because they already yeah. gave it the hardcover treatment and yeah, you know, in That stuff. back out. It's good times.
2: Good times. It is.
1: I just wanted to talk about maybe one or two things. I uh, I don't know if you guys pick up Haunt. Yeah. Or picked up the newest issue with the new team. It's amazing. Yeah, I love me some Joe Casey and I had never seen Nathan Fox's work and anything else. I've seen it in the previews and, you know, when I once I saw it in the previews, I was like, "Hot damn, this is this is awesome." It's just it's fluid, you know, it's you know, it, the action jumps out right at at you, you know, I love it. And uh it seems, you know, reading the first issue, there's a lot going on in some of these panels and sometimes it's a little hard to make out what's going on, but the coloring, you know, everything is, it's amazing. And, uh, the writing so far, it's, it's got a real spooky vibe with just like this, like secret church and whatever, but it's pretty neat. Um,
2: yeah, I think yeah. Casey said he wanted to make this, he wanted to really bring the horror back, uh, to the idea of this character in, in the book. And I, I'm totally behind that.
1: Right. I mean, even different ways of doing things, like different ways of showing uh, the brother Kurt as a ghost and stuff, it's just, it's neat. It it really is. I, I recommend it to anyone that maybe didn't try Haunt because maybe they're not a fan of, you know whatever, McFarlane, Ocapolo, or whatever, I, you know, whatever the case is to, to, you know, if they didn't like the art before, you know, maybe just try it now because it's, it's pretty cool.
3: Yeah,
2: this is, it looks like a totally different book. This, it looks like a Joe Casey book and I think it reads like one too, like it's his own, yeah, you know, like it's a creator-owned character almost of his. And Joe think- Casey
1: has got that writing style too, where you could read like three different scripts and you could pick out the Joe Casey one. Yeah. without you know with no problem yeah i like it's all it's so, off, it's so yeah. off the wall but really cool um yeah so that and i did pick up the milk and cheese hardcover collection just because it was only 20 bucks and it's milk and cheese you know yeah
2: well, who put that out
1: that was um dark horse
2: oh nice
1: yeah, it's, uh, it's a good cheap hardcover, and, you know, it's kind of a good book to read while you're on the shitter or whatever, because there are, like, little one- or two-story <laughs> things going on, and you can just, I don't know, it's just a good coffee table book. You're bored, just pick it up, read a few, yeah. put it back on, and it's funny, lots of violence, and I don't know. I love Evan cool.
2: Dorkin. Yeah, I'll have to check that
1: out. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's everything all in one, and like I said, it just, you know, you don't have to... Devote too much time to it. You can pick it up, read a few, put it back down, and then when you feel like it again, read a couple more. So, I'm enjoying that. I'm waiting for the next issue of Savage Dragon patiently. Um, I think we're going to uh, see that real soon. Yeah. Um, one last thing, I just wanted to talk about another Joe Casey book that I picked up was the Doc Bazaar M.D. Did any of you guys pick that up or see that?
2: I saw uh, this solicit for it. Was it? Is it cool?
1: It's okay. I like the Charlton Ball a lot because it was very Kirby-esque. Mm-hmm. And I like Andy Seriano's art. It's like a mix between, you know, that cartoon style and Kirby style. But the Charlton Ball series, and I don't know if you guys read that. Yeah. Or that, that was cool just because, like I said, there was a lot of different Kirby dynamics going on Look like these kind of crazy different Kirby designs. This... It's okay. It's it's I think they didn't want to go for putting out single issues in a miniseries. They just wanted to get it out as like a single volume hardcover. But it's only half only half of it is about the comic and the other half is more just like sketches and pin ups.
2: Uh-huh.
1: And it's it's a eighteen dollar hardcover, which you know, yeah. I don't I'm not that sold on buying hardcovers just without knowing anything first about the characters or anything. I gave it a shot because I like both of the creators, wasn't particularly impressed this time. But you know, you can't win them all. Yeah. But I will definitely check out anything that Andy Seriano draws because I think he's you know he's doing something that you know isn't really been done much by other guys. Just he's got that kind of cartoony style, but it's it's style all his own, and I'm a an admirer of his. And of course Joe Casey is. Proven himself time and time again. Yeah. So, hey, it was a miss this time.
2: But that's about it. Well, cool. It's good chatting yeah. with you guys. Yeah,
1: it was yep. good to finally hear your voice, Gavin.
2: <laughs> yep.
1: Um. That's good. Yeah. So, I think our next episode will come out shortly after um, the next issue of Savage Dragon, which is 177, right? Yep. yep. The Osama bin Laden cover. So yep. looking forward to that Wednesday, yeah. Yeah. So with that and the holidays around the corner, we we'll probably have our next episode maybe the first or second week of January. Yeah. I and magical.
2: And with with the holiday shipping, it's going to it may play hell with the next issues schedule too, but uh, I think 178 is going to be out really quickly here um, because cool. it's like Eric said he sent say stuff off to to Tom, and we're working on Vanguard this week, and we're trying to get it done ahead of time, before the holidays, you know, so...
1: Cool. Yeah. Cool. Well, thanks. All right. For the listeners, you know, in between our Savage Fincast podcast, if you want any uh, news on what's going on in the world of Eric Larson and Savage Dragon, check out uh, dragonfan.net. Also check out the Dragon Fan uh, wiki for, you know, any information on the issues and you want to catch up but
2: and for um, show notes and, and pictures and links and stuff for the podcast uh you can always go to the podcast website which is fincast.guttertrash.net
1: yep yep good cool well till next time it was a pleasure talking to you guys
2: you too. thanks guys cheers All guys right, take care.